the role of a parent is so vital in carrying your kids, you know, really through this whole startup phase. And, you know, if you want to take the opportunity to teach your kids these things, I want to emphasize to parents, especially parents who are business people, entrepreneur people, if you have this goal for financial freedom for yourselves, have you started teaching your kids yet? Welcome back to The Donkey and the Bee with your hosts, Brett and Laura Shakavis, where we talk all things marriage, entrepreneurship, and finances. And today we are talking about a topic I think that is vital for parents to listen to if you have kids, even if you don't have kids, to prepare for when you do have kids. It is the role, the parent's role in helping your kids, first of all, learn financial literacy and start their own business. That's right. So our daughters they graduated from the lemonade stand, right? That's where most kids start. They started by doing a lemonade stand and they made great money. They were making like 130, 150 dollars, 170 bucks sometimes on, you know, Saturday afternoon doing lemonade stands. And they got the bug. They were excited about it. They loved having money, right? Mm -hmm. And like they learned that lesson pretty early. Like there's a lot of cool things that they can buy with money and they were excited about that. And then COVID happened. Right, and I said, "Hey, babe, sorry, we're not going to do lemonade stand anymore." Um, it was right in the heart of everything. We're like, "All right, well, you know, what can we do? What can we do, Dad?" They would say to to make more money to figure this thing out. How do I, how do I start a kid business? And it's so vital that you take these opportunities when your kids are young to be able to transition them and show and teach them financial literacy. So for me. Right, we got married young through college and everything, and nobody taught us the game of money until I was like 30 years old. And if someone had taught me, if if a parent or a another role model had taught me business, the, this this whole system, this whole game, at like you know, it, as a child, I could have been raising, or ra making money. I could have been investing all the way through uh, elementary school, high school, college, right, and. Mm -hmm. Man, like, just think about the compound interest effect, what you can do with an extra 20 years. They're not going to make a ton of money by investing as, as children, but if they had started an extra 20 years earlier, by the time, you know, they were are, are 40 to 60, man, they're going to be just incredibly, incredibly wealthy if they started that much earlier. So I had this aha moment, like, man, I wish someone would have taught me earlier. And then our girls were like, lemonade, got the bug. And then it's like, Dad, what else can we do? I'm like, okay, let me take this opportunity to teach them, right? To teach them financial literacy. And it, it has continued to grow and blossom. And they're about four years into their jewelry business now. And it's continuing to grow. But I want to talk about this today because it was not as easy as, okay, Dad, let's just start making some jewelry and start slinging it, you know, and let's get some deals and, and get into some shops and wholesale and start a website, right? Like, that did not happen just because they decided to do it. The role of a parent is so vital in carrying your kids, you know, really through this whole startup phase. And, you know, if you want to take the opportunity to teach your kids these things, I want to emphasize to parents, especially parents who are business people, entrepreneur people, if you have this goal for financial freedom for yourselves, have you started teaching your kids yet? because mm -hmm. they can 
learn it and they can start making money and they can start investing. And I want to say that the role of the parent is so, so vital in this. So we're going to talk about this today because a kid cannot just jump from lemonade stands to I'm going to start having some type of business, scaling it, growing it, putting in systems, right? Like they just can't do that. They have to be handheld through that transition. And it's really the parent's duty to be able to, to show them firsthand all of these different things and, and really teach them step by step. Yeah, I think adults have a mindset, even sometimes parents with their own kids have a mindset that, oh, they're still too young. They're only four and six, which is when our daughter started their jewelry business, four and six. Oh, that's way too young. They're not going to understand the concepts of it. And I think that's totally bogus. I'm literally just completely blowing that thought out of the water because we have videos of our four-year-old daughter. We were separating her money after she earned a certain amount from her lemonade stand. And we were teaching her the concepts on splitting her money and, you know, counting her money. And this much money goes to God, this much money we save, this is much money you, know, you can spend. And she was four. And yes, she asked a lot of questions and, and did kind of look confused at sometimes, but we kept doing it over and over and over again. And it was something that was just kind of being washed over her mind. And so it became almost second nature after, well, I'd say maybe two or three months, she knew exactly what it was. Okay, dad, yes, I made $175. Okay, what's 10% of that? And she's like, uh, you know, it took a little bit of time, but she learned it. And so I want to say that it's never too early to learn financial literacy, but then also on the other swing side of that, it's never too late. I think there's also some individuals who are maybe 55, 60, hitting retirement age and thinking that, oh, well, it's too late. Like I'm too old. And uh, I don't even, I can't get in the game. It's, I'm Everyone else is way ahead of me. And I always refer back to the KFC example of KFC started, you know, KFC when he was in his 60s. And look how successful he has. And look at the legacy that he left for his family. So all of those excuses you have in your head, you need to literally lay those to the side. And it doesn't matter how young or how old you are. This is a game for everybody. This is true. So start early, start late, just start. Exactly. Right? Yes. But uh -huh. as a parent, let's show you how to start with your kids and for your kids. So I have this analogy, and I, I think it's really applicable to th the role of the parent in teaching your child financial uh, literacy. When our girls were young, we were camping, we were hiking a lot, and we go on monthly trips. And I mean, they were little, right? They were like two to four years old and we're going on, on big like multi-hour um, hikes to, to full day hikes. And you want to, to take your little kids, right? And you know, like if you're gonna set out on a couple hour hike with a two-year-old and a four-year-old, right? Like your two-year-old, they are gonna walk probably like 20 minutes at a time and then get tired, right? And then they're gonna be complaining half the day. They're not gonna be carrying their own water bottle right? Like they're, they're not going to be you know, navigating the trail. Um, but you as the parent are doing those things for them. You are encouraging them. They're going to run and play for 20 minutes up the trail and then you're going to have to carry them and you're going to keep going, especially if you're doing like a four, six hour hike, right? But you can do that. You can get them to, to, to you know, summit and come back down, but it's going to be a lot on you. You're going to be carrying your load and their load. But then as they get older, they will start maturing physically, mentally, right? In this analogy right now, they can do a, a full day hike. They're going to be carrying some of their own gear. After a couple times, they're going to like know the trail. They're going to like learn how to 
do the mapping and say, okay, yeah, I know we need to go over here. I'm learning how to navigate. You know, after enough times, they're learning how to carry their own gear, setting up the tent, cooking dinner by themselves. And, you know, after a couple years and by the time they get to their teens, they can probably go do an overnight hike on their own. They can take friends up there, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. They can go do these things on their own and come back down safely because you have shown them step by step how to do these things. And really, you started by carrying their butts up the mountain, carrying all their gear. But really, one step at a time, you let them do more and more as they continue to mature physically in this. And that's really the same example as what it's like for business. As the parent, you are really carrying their business. And step by step, you are releasing more of the responsibility to them. So I think of it in in kind of a a multi-stage way, right? You as the parent, you are gonna be the visionary, the owner, and the employee. You're gonna take on all three of those roles. Like you are gonna be the decision maker. Here's what our, our niche is, here's how we're gonna be marketing, here's what our products are gonna be like, here's how we are gonna get wholesale deals or go online or whatever it is, right? You're figuring all those things out. In addition to that, you also have to learn how to make your product, right? Here's the widget. I, as the parent, am learning how to do it and I'm sitting next to my child and this is where the child starts. They start not with the visionary or owner role, they start with the employee role. Right? They're gonna start with the smallest task and one task at a time. Right? We taught them how to make jewelry. Okay, here's how to make this pair and it took them a long time. And then here's how to make a second pair and here's how to make a third. And they learned one employee role at a time from making the widget then to selling the widget. Right? We had a, uh, implemented a marketing strategy for them right? as, the, as the, the owner or the manager role. We went and trained them on sales techniques and creating a spiel, and then they went and actually implemented it. We were not the ones selling it, right? They were learning to make it, they were learning to sell it, they would go and give their spiel, but that's just another task, right? Another employee role of production, of sales. They they were not at that point talking about marketing, ordering, inventory, cash flow management, none of those things the first year or so but as they continue to grow in their financial ability, in their, their um, business ability, now you're continuing to hand off more roles to them. Where now at this point now, they run all of the employee duties themselves, right? They are, are, are making everything, selling everything, and they are now picking up more of the owner role or the manager role where they're going now online, counting inventory, reordering, picking new items, um, responding to customer emails, doing refunds or any other problems that that get you know come up in the business, they are handling all of those things. So they are growing in their business ability, and we are continuing to release more of the maybe the visionary you know ideas to them. Let them participate in the conversation of of here's how we are scaling your business and growing your business, and here's what our next step is. Here's what potentially we should look for in the next wholesale deal or where we should focus our marketing, right? So as you are starting with these three things, you are allowing them to pick up those three things in sequence, but again, starting with the employee task start roles as they grow mature, handing over the reins of, of the management and then ownership of the business, so to speak. So reframing the three steps, what you just mentioned with being a visionary, an owner, an employee, it's kind of an interesting inversal inverse of a swing, I guess I would say, of how it kind of 
fluctuates and changes throughout the years, right? So as parents, you start as visionaries, like Brett said, and then the kids start as employees. And then you kind of slowly move to the center, both of you. So then you kind of both are owners. You're making decisions as owners. You still have that visionary role, obviously, but you're kind of releasing more responsibilities to your, your kids. And then it gets to a point where you as the parent are now the employee and then the kids are the visionaries. They're making the decisions. They're answering the emails. They're ordering the inventory. They're doing all the things that you were once doing, but you were the example to them, right? They were learning from you. You were doing them and they were watching you, right? It wasn't just you were doing them and not showing them. The important thing is to, when you are in that visionary role, to do the things, but make sure they're sitting next to you and watching how to upload pictures on the website or answer an email or whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. So it starts to fluctuate and you, it's like the pendulum, right? You start this at the visionary and then you kind of end up swinging over to the employee and then vice versa for the kids. They start as the employee and then fluctuate and swing over to the visionary. Yeah, exactly. So now at this point, we're almost only just the driver, right? Exactly. Like we're the chauffeur and we mm-hmm. help set up and then, you know, really they're handling most everything at this point. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. But as your kids are starting out, they're not going to start out as overnight successes. They're going to start with little baby steps and make just the tiniest little bit of sales and then grow from there. So it really, as they are potentially younger, they may only have, you know, 30 minutes or an hour that they can, you know, actually dedicate to do this. But that's plenty of time at that point because they're not going to make a ton of sales yet. So as they are physically growing and then growing in their business understanding, their business is potentially growing with them. So... Mm -hmm. They, you can kind of set these things up together because we could show our girls how to blow up their business. We could show them how to market and, and just 10X it, but they are not ready for that. So we are encouraging and creating a system and a marketing structure so that their business is really growing along with them, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we could show them how to do these things, but if we did, we'd break the machine. They are not physically and mentally ready for it yet. So now you are really just kind of growing their business or helping them grow their business along with their physical and financial maturity. Mm -hmm. What's going to be interesting is they haven't actually hired an employee outside of us. And so that's going to be kind of the next, I think, step for them is because they are getting to a point where, you know, they're busting at the seams right now. And so we probably are going to be hiring someone. But when I say we're going to be hiring someone, I actually want them to hire the individual. I want them to learn how to interview someone. I want them to learn how to read people. And I think this is a whole nother level of skills that they're going to eventually learn. Uh, and, and, you know, managing people is not an easy task. And so that's something that I'm excited for them to, to learn and probably fail multiple times, right? Which, which is all a part of the process. So that's something that I'm actually looking forward to for them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking to do this, right? If you are a parent and you want to grow your children in the business world and teach them financial intelligence and become a a kid entrepreneur, how much time and how much effort is it for a parent to actually do this? I think in the beginning, it's, it's a lot more because you're teaching them while you're doing it. So it's not like you're just doing the tasks, right? You're not just going on there and ordering the product and doing everything on your own, which you can get done pretty quickly if you know how to do that. I think slowing down and and taking it step by step and teaching them along the way is a little bit longer of a process. So I'd say 30 minutes a day, the girls uh, come home from school, they do their homework, and then they make their earrings. And sometimes later on after dinner, we'll work on their business again. We have to do ordering. We have to 
you know, count their money or do their P&Ls every month or whatever it may be, right? So there's still extra time they're using at night too after playtime's done and everything else. So it could be sometimes an hour, to be honest. Sometimes we, we work in an hour a day. Sometimes it's not at all. So it just kind of, it fluctuates with their skill and abilities and their maturity. As they get older, they're taking on more of that. And then we as parents are taking on less of that. But we still are overseeing it, right? We're still overseeing it. And it could only be 20 minutes a day at that point. So it's not like it's a super strenuous thing. I think the majority of our time is probably spent on these events on the weekends. And so that's that's where the lump sum of the time is. Yeah, that and then encouraging. Yes. You're, you're the constant motivator, mm-hmm. the constant encourager because kids, they just want to watch TV, right? And go mm-hmm. play with other kids and, you know, be on their iPad. And, you know, you set boundaries. The same with, with homework. Like, okay, you're going to do your homework, but you're also going to do this. Mm-hmm. Quality right? control is what we are too. So we check on the on oh, the earrings. Man. Sometimes mm-hmm. they try to like like skim corners on a few of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 you got to remake all of those you just made. And they give us a look like seriously, and we're like, yeah, seriously, you can't. That's your name on that. Like, you have to take this serious because, you know, Kylan and Co. That's you guys. That's your business, and you cannot be selling a product like this that looks like this. You have to redo it. And they're like, <sighs> right, the yeah. mean mom. I know. <laughs> so if you are the parent, should you do something like this for your children? Right, because we've talked through how it literally is a good amount of work and a good amount of time for you as the parent. And I think for sure you should, that if you are a person who is on this journey for financial freedom, to buy passive income, to have rental properties, to live a life different than those other adults around you, your children deserve that same thing. And I think about us, like no one taught us till we were 30 years old that there is a a different world out there, right? It was like the matrix the first time uh, I heard about people having passive income and having rental properties and these other ways to to buy assets, right? And it's like, man, like if somebody had just taught me 20 years earlier, think of what my life could have been, right? So I want my kids to have that same experience. I don't want them to go down the tr- traditional American dream kind of path, you know, going through college, getting a hundred grand worth of debt, buying a house, getting more debt, maxing out credit cards, and then just living like a slave to the corporate world, climbing the corporate ladder, hating their lives, having a stressful marriage, potentially, you know, having a two thirds chance of getting divorced, being bad parents. Like it's everything Mm. that's just so prominent in this country. And it's like, well, let me show my children a different way because somebody showed me. And if they would have showed me earlier, I would have appreciated it, but I'm glad that we are on this path now. Now let me show my children now. So I think as you're going through this, right, we are showing our kids here is our business, right? Here are the, the properties that we are purchasing. Here's what the cash flow looks like. Now, let me show you how to do this yourself because they're going, they're saving their money. They're looking to purchase their first rental property now. And we're talking through all of those numbers and they are doing it themselves, right? Like as a parent, we started by really handholding and, and coaching them through it and teaching them and doing it with them but then we stepped back and let them do it. So now they are self-confident, they are proud, they know that they have you know, a good amount of money in their bank accounts and they are looking to buy their first property. They feel proud, mature, they feel like they are doing this themselves. So that's really my goal as the parent is not to raise a rich, spoiled brat, but to raise self-made millionaire children. And I think that they will become millionaires by the time they're in their early 20s. 
but they will do it all themselves. Really just with the a little bit of hand-holding and encouragement that we're doing on this front stage. And it is so, so worth it because I want a different path for them than what everyone else will have. Mm -hmm. So you are never too young to learn financial literacy and you are never too old to learn financial literacy. If you are alive and breathing, you should be taught financial literacy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Start now. <laughs> exactly. So if you like this content that we're giving you guys, we are actually going to have our daughters on our next podcast talking about their business, talking about how they got started. And so if you have little entrepreneurs as well, I would highly recommend you have you listen to this next podcast that we're going to have them on. It'll encourage them. It'll show them that there's other kids doing this. So again, make sure you turn on your notifications so you can get a little dingling on when uh, our next podcast drops. And we will see you on the next episode.